You don't want to get wrapped up in that lawsuit. Right, you're complicit. You. You're complicit. Okay. So you can sit there and say, like, hey, we took measures to 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 mitigate, you know what I'm saying, what was happening. So we took it down. So they're yeah. trying to wash their hands of all responsibility of yeah, man, they did the right thing. All right, um, I got you. Yeah, they don't want that lawsuit. Um we ain't taking down because we can't pay nobody. So you, <laughs> yeah, can come exactly. on, you can come on here, yeah, and spit spit those views. <laughs> hey, I mean you can come on and spit those views, but I'm I'm gonna attack your ass like a damn <laughs> bloodhound. <laughs> Sue us. We ain't got nothing. Hey, he ain't gonna be able to say nothing. I'm like, shut up. Shut up, Kanye. Hops and Stocks podcast is presented by 100 Spoke Media Group. We encourage our listeners to drink responsibly. Please note, we are not financial advisors. We do not offer or provide financial advice. I'm Spoke affiliated from the city. Welcome back to the Hops and Stocks podcast brought to you by 100 Spoke Media Group. This is unfortunately episode 55 again. Why do you say unfortunately? Man, because this is... I mean, I know why, but why do you say it's unfortunate? <laughs> uh, I'm going to fess up. So we recorded episode 55 last week. Really, really good episode, by the way, that y'all will never see. Because <laughs> somebody forgot to hit record. Um, usually I have it set up to auto record. Uh, logged on. I guess it wasn't set up. And my pop mates failed because they're, they're the fail safe. Oh, wow. So they have to accept some responsibility. All they right. failed to let me know that it wasn't recording. And we potted for about, you know what I'm saying, an hour and 15. Like some, <laughs> <laughs> some really good content that unfortunately we're not going to try to recreate. Man, we, we was patting ourselves on the back after the pot, like good show. <laughs> Good job, you know, when we didn't have nothing to really talk about and all of this stuff. And I mean, it was some really good points made, man. And then you yeah. get a text from me like, F, I didn't hit the recording. Yeah, and like a lot of letters. <laughs> I'm like, what? As soon as, I, as soon as I stop, it'll tell me that it's like converting. And when I didn't get that notice, like I knew immediately, as soon as I stopped immediately that it didn't record. <laughs> I just like, hey man. I mean, you can see clearly right now that the red record is is flashing. Man, nobody. It's, it's, cra it. it's crazy. Nobody caught that. Nah, yeah. We, was, plus, I mean, it, it's so obvious when the lady be like, "Recording in progress." Yeah, like, we was. I just mean, walking, after man. you said we didn't record, I'm like, shit. Yeah, I, I don't recall hearing the lady come on. Yeah. So, episode fifty five, man. I think we referenced this episode as the double nickel at Madison Square Garden. Um, oh yeah, that's right. Oh yeah, yeah you, you did talk about um, what was that stat you said about podcasts failing? Oh, uh, stat that I heard listening to uh, Wall Street Trapper is that most podcasts fail after episode fifty two. Not necessarily fail, but most podcasters kind of bail on the on the on the programming after episode fifty two. Because they expect a blow within a year. So here we are, you know what I'm saying, episode 55, still going, still going strong, still motivated to to grow this thing and uh, continue putting out content weekly. Uh, but yeah, I just thought that was an interesting stat that, you know what I'm saying, most people only stick with it for like a year. And if it don't, if it don't crack, that they give up on it. Yeah, we done made it past that point, man. Yeah, we made it past that point. Um, but they also say most small businesses don't start you know what I'm saying? Like making money and turning profit to like year three. Um, I'm telling y'all to watch more by year three. <laughs> like we, we, <laughs> we definitely need the viewership up by year three. Oh man. <laughs> and 
if we three years, if we three years in and the cats ain't messing with it, then you know what I'm saying? It wasn't our time. Might have to reassess. Yeah, reassess, man. We might start have to do more ratchet stuff, man. More hood. But, I mean, at the end of the day, man, we, we do this for us, man. So, you know. Story. We got we got into it with some goals, and one of the goals was to, you know, make sure we enjoy what we do. Yeah. yeah. As long as we enjoy it, <clears throat> you know. Can't never, can't never say that we don't have a good time doing this, man. Yeah. It's always good fun. I mean, our guests, I mean, we've had some incredible guests, man. That's factual, man. Sure. For sure, man. Yeah. A lot of the topics that we've breached on um, in this over a year now, um, like I've learned a lot. I think I've said that on previous podcasts is like, you know, I'm a student every time we get a guest on because we've expanded outside of just, you know what I'm saying, the, the beer and, and financial financial literacy. Like we've brought in experts from so many different different fields. It's, it's always, you know what I'm saying, I think Blast used the word one time in a, 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 a title, a hodgepodge of, of information. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, so I think that's one thing that 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 keeps me motivated, keeps me interested, especially with the guests that come on. It's like always something different. Like I, yeah. I can't think of anybody that's come on where I was like, oh yeah, I already knew all that. And so it's yeah, yeah. And they they come on as experts, man. So you know we 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 want to talk finance, we want to talk stocks, you know. But you know that's that's one facet. But as long as somebody's coming on talking their expertise and, and dropping jewels, you know. That's worth that's worth a couple of stocks, you know what I mean? Yeah, man. Can dig it's it. worth uh, worth uh y'all people out there dropping a few coins on us too, man. We giving right. y'all the, the freebie. <laughs> if, if you uh if you you know like what you're hearing, there is a link at the bottom of most of the places where you can find our podcast. If you want to drop a little change on the fellas, <laughs> we, we won't we won't say no. Hey, where them where them dollars at, man? Start planning. <laughs> yeah um so as y'all can as y'all notice mr what's in this can couldn't be with us today uh you know what i'm saying so we got myself doug and blast to handle these beer reviews we got it we got it you know what i'm saying so i'm gonna i'm gonna slide it to i guess visually my left blast what you drinking on man well thank you e appreciate it um as my guy would say let's talk about it um <laughs> I don't have a can. I got a bottle. I don't know how to say this. Is is it Troegs or Troegs? T R O E G S. I I know exactly what beer you're talking about, but I don't know how to pronounce it either. I, I had it. I had it for the uh, the hilarious Christmas episode that we did. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it was. I think they had an angry elf or something on there. But this is their Oktoberfest lager. Um, I think we failed to mention today. We're going to be reviewing all Oktoberfest since. We wrapping up the month of October here. Um, I don't really got nothing funny on this joint. It's just, uh, well, let me see. It says, it's our take on this timeless German style. It starts with traditional brewing technique called decotion, creating a bright, dry, maltiness, a kettle addition of something I can't pronounce. Tradition hops add subtle floral and herbal undercurrents to the toasty, sweet fest. Lager, blah blah blah. So y'all did get to hear me read. I know how much y'all like, you know. But I'm sorry, I don't have no comedy content on the words. They right. didn't have any of those trigger words in there. But this says no six point one percent. Yeah, none of that. It does say it's a Pilsner Munich. Oh, what was that buzz? 
Uh, I guess y'all didn't hear that buzz. I'm <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Doug don't want to claim that his phone. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, man. You know, guess the caller, man. Uh, all right. But, uh, yeah, here we go on the color, man. Nice, you know, that, that dark color that you get with the Oktoberfest. I'm on the record as saying I'm not a huge Oktoberfest guy. I even have gone so far as to call it basic. But <laughs> let's see what we think. basic <laughs> I mean it's got a little bit more character than you know some of the other basic joints but for the most part this is basic brew man I don't know what to tell you uh, it's beer <laughs> you show the can did I miss the can oh yeah I, I didn't show the bottle my bad the bottle yeah there you go oh, okay I mean, it's decent, man, but, you know, I'm, I wouldn't be reaching for an Oktoberfest in any other event unless we reviewing them, so. All right, so it, it said, like, floral notes, um, like, malty. Like, is it, are you getting any of that? Yeah, I, it's got a pretty good, uh, you know, cap on the top of it, man. So, I guess, you know, that helps with some of the maltiness, but I don't know, man. It it really just tastes like beer. That's about it. <laughs> so is it a is it a is it is it a three seven five beer or is it a three beer? Nah, it's not gross, man. It's just you know, it's every everything you've ever tasted before, man. I'm gonna give it a three and a half, man. Three and a half. <laughs> Wait, kick off Oktoberfest. It, oh, it don't man. seem like there's a lot of variations in the style itself. You know what I mean? Well, I think it's because it's a it's a traditional yeah it's a beer. traditional type yeah so it's like either you nail it or you don't like in Germany I wonder if is it like a year round offer I think it is a lager I mean isn't it typically yeah, it's a lager mine said mine said pilsner but I mean pilsner and lagers are pretty similar in flavor <laughs> easy man you know I like lagers oh yeah yeah well this this might be up your yeah, I mean I, I I can't wait to go because I've been smelling <laughs> Smells well, good. I mean, if you guys don't have any other questions for me, this this basic brew, I'll All toss right. it on over to Doug. Well, I got a West Side, West Side. Some of that West, Cincinnati. some of that West Coast, Cincinnati, Ohio. <clears throat> it's a um, man, Marzen style lager, Oktoberfest, five point two, uh, twenty two on the IBUs. You gotta take your glasses off, man. You can't see. I really can't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. Okay. Oh, now I can read. All right. Yeah, it's clear. <laughs> I mean, it's the it's the glare from the lights too, man. It's crazy. All right. It says this amber uh, lager is made from German malts, German hops, and a German lager yeast for a truly authentic Oktoberfest beer. Clean, toasted bread malts with just a touch of hop. Spice. Okay. Yeah. Give it give it give it away to a clean, smooth finish for a fest beer you'll want to drink by the what? I don't know what this is. <laughs> by the something. Yeah, by mine the, had some German language in there. I had to Oh uh, by it. the Lanier? I don't know. Maybe that's German <laughs> or something. I don't know. Let's give it a taste, man. You are I, 
I confess to the podcast and to YouTube, I, I need bifocals, man. It's just I haven't been able. Yeah, man, to... it looks good in the glass, bro. That mug look like a red wine, man. Yeah, <laughs> little coat. I was cracking up at one of those pies when y'all was talking about coat. <laughs> <laughs> it's coat season, man, with the stouts. <laughs> 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 a little more bitter than I expected, man. 22 IBUs, you're not thinking real bitter, but it's bitter. Nah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh-uh. Hey, man, we gonna have the Germans on our ass, man. I'm about to, I'm about to, hey, I'm about to switch it up to Samuel Adams. I cover better. <laughs> See if it tastes better. I like it. Sam Adams was consistent, man. Like, I rock yeah. with those. If I was just to grab one somewhere, it would be a Sam Adams. Yeah, I did like the Sammy Oktoberfest. Well, I might have to pour this out. Damn. Or you can check. You don't drink eight ounces anyway, but. Yeah, I was going to say, are you still only drinking half brews? Yeah. I mean, all the malt and the toast and all that, you get the toast. You get like a little toast flavor. But it's a lager, and like you said, it's, it's it's basic. Like you ain't like man, man. Give me a six pack of that shit, man. Yeah, <laughs> you like what's the next beer? Pretty much, like, <laughs> yeah. What yeah we I'm, next? All I'm thinking about is next week, man. I'm cracking something with some fruit, some flavor. <laughs> <laughs> right. Mm. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking. I'm thinking like I wasted my money a little bit. <laughs> We did it for the that. culture, man. We did it I for give this West Side <laughs> Oktoberfest <clears throat> a three. Damn. We just I'm talked about it out. We just about talked about it. If, if I can sneak a pour out. Go <laughs> ahead, <laughs> man. I, I I'll take over. Hopefully I can hopefully I can save the pod, man. I don't know. I got a revolution revolution brewing. Chi-Town, um, right? Yeah, out of Chi-Town. And they do stouts really, really well. Oh, yeah. Those, those was the, yeah. them, the, that mm -hmm. one that I got for you, right? Well, I think I got yeah. you three of them. They, I still got one over here in the uh, in the beer fridge. Okay. Um, so I'm hoping this saves the pot, man, because they do – their stouts are phenomenal. Um, so this is Revolution Brewing, Oktoberfest, German-style lager, 5.7 on the ABV. It says a smooth, toasty Stein lifter for fall. Um, it's not giving me any notes. So we're going to see what we got here, man. Three for three in basic. Um, I'm getting more of a a golden color. I think Doug's was more like was red. Yeah, my, I think mine's probably more like yours. -y. Yeah, so it's a it's a deep. Burnt orange color. Um looks good. See what it's tasting like though. Yeah, they've all looked good. <laughs> oh, that's the basic yeah. that's the basic look. <laughs> that's the look of a man who's just took a sip of basic. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a that's a look of disappointment for real. It's I'm sorry, fellas, man. I wanted to, I wanted to save the pod, man. Uh, <laughs> Damn. I'm, I'm gonna be honest, man, because I'm not a, a Oktoberfest expert, so this could be really good or it could be really bad. That's true. You know what I'm saying, yeah. 
based on my palate, I don't particularly care for it. Um, but somebody who's into Oktoberfest beers and understands the the science behind it and what it should actually taste like might love it. Um, this is bootleg. What? This is this is a, a bootleg. <laughs> <laughs> this is a Bud Light, man. Um, oh, this. Yeah, I mean, I think I'd rather have Doug's house beer than this, man. It's really flat on the oh. on the notes. Um, like oh. I'm, I'm trying to, <laughs> like I'm trying to find the taste, what man. Like, like I can't find a note. <laughs> like this, yeah, yeah. I, I feel like the beer is is is, is noteless. <laughs> it's my first noteless beer, man. Um, once again, man. I guess I'm a hold hold to form. I'm gonna give it a three. Uh, once again, yeah. I apologize, Revolution, if this is phenomenal. I just don't know enough about Oktoberfest and what it's supposed to taste like. Um, like I said, but you know what? I'm going to take that back because I do like Sam Adams. Like, I wouldn't give a Sam Adams Oktoberfest Sorry. three. Yeah, like I would rate it higher because it, it to me, it has more depth of flavor. Well, let's um, see. I'm about to crack this one. Yeah, I was going to say Doug has a Sam right, up, right there. Yeah, this one just, this ain't really hitting on nothing, man. But once again, it's a lager, um, German-style lager, but even with lagers, you you know what a good lager tastes like. Like, oh dang, that was crisp. That was that was fresh. Um, excuse me. This just like all my effervescence just went away like almost immediately too. Like it, yeah, uh, yeah, man. Sorry, folks, that tuned in looking for excellent reviews on Oktoberfest brews, man. Like, well, I don't I guess, know, man. We got one more. I mean, if you like, if you like Budweiser, you like these. You like these Oktoberfest. You, you like Miller Light that costs two dollars more. Yeah, actually, save yourself a little money. It gets you look looking great in the, it in looks, the bottle. Yeah, sure. it looks good. Kind of looks like this one, like the same. Yeah. So we got a right, Sam so, Adams Oktoberfest. Right, we got a Sam Adams. Yeah, hearty and smooth. Uh, there's some numbers down there. I can't read them, but <laughs> yeah, I'm like, you got to take off, man. <laughs> yeah, that's better. Okay, that's that's better. Yeah, I think we Not all agreed. I mean, uh, I haven't had a lot in my day, but I do remember liking the Sam Adams. And... That's good. That's good. It's not as bitter. I think Westside just went a little too high on the IBUs. And I can I can I can say that because I don't like bitter beers. Some people who like the bitter taste, they get down with. But this is better. Yeah. Yeah, I'm feeling this one. What would you rate that one? Um, oh yeah. Uh a three. No. <laughs> <laughs> probably about a four. All right, yeah. This is I mean for Oktoberfest. This is probably the best one we you know. Yeah, like I said, I've I've always thought Sam Adams has been consistent. Um, it's one that is usually on draft at any restaurant you go to around this time, um, and it's one that I, I'll ask for if I see it. Uh, but <clears throat> I, I guess Oktoberfest just ain't for me. It's not our bag. Yeah, sure. I concur. Yeah. Well, we're not sure if we're going to have a guest. Uh, he was having some technical difficulties. Um, 
So I guess we're just going to kind of freestyle this episode for a little bit. You know yeah, saying? we'll see it as if we don't have one. And if we do, then y'all will get a surprise, man. Yeah, if he's able to join, we'll promptly introduce him and, and get into his background. Um, But, you know what I'm saying? The very first question I asked when we <laughs> didn't realized we didn't, we didn't, we didn't, we might not have a guest tonight was, you know what I'm saying, was, was cats up on what was going on with Kanye. And I'm going to give Doug an opportunity to chime in with his <laughs> keep saying Kanye's name, man. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Yay. Yay. Yeah, just yay. yay. <laughs> After these latest antics, I don't like the guy. Just don't like the guy, man. I think he's, I think he's reached the limit of us accepting the nonsense that comes out of his mouth. Like, he's being irresponsible. <clears throat> it was already irresponsible when he said that the slaves had a choice and they could have, why didn't they escape? And, you yeah, know, that was a long we, time ago, too. We've given him so many passes on the dumb stuff that's come out of his mouth, man. This latest stuff about George Floyd, and it's unacceptable, man. And I don't like him, you know? And I, I think I had a different word pre-pod. <laughs> <that y'all laughs> but I don't like him, man. I mean, yeah. I think he needs to be canceled. Like, I, I think it needs to be shut down because he's saying things that, that people who support that that frame of thought wouldn't say. But since he has such a big platform, for him to say it is irresponsible, you know? And I, I, I just think he's he's dangerous right now. Like, he's, he's, he's probably the most dangerous black man in America right now with his words. I... And I think, to echo your point, I think he's empowering some of those beliefs by him echoing that that same sentiment. You know what I'm saying? It's like, well, if Kanye said it's okay, then it must be okay. Kanye don't speak for me. No. I'm saying I can 100% sit here and say Kanye don't speak for me. You know what I'm saying? He's never spoken for me. Yeah. Um, And I don't want to, like, just just slam the dude because I do feel like he's he's in the midst of a mental health crisis and he doesn't have people around him to to get him the help that he needs. I'm not a doctor, but the things that he's doing is just, I don't want to say not normal, but it ain't normal. And once again, I don't want to be insensitive to, to anyone's mental health issues, but the things that we are witnessing, like Doug said, it's, it's dangerous, man. You know what I'm saying? He's echoing sentiments that certain groups have been leveraging to push forward their own narratives. He needs to stop talking, man. Yeah. He needs to stop talking. Like when, you know, he needs to shut up and make beats. <laughs> I mean, that's he needs to he needs to stop talking. Like, unfortunately, when he does speak, is and just with African Americans in general, we have to take the brunt of anybody saying something stupid just because of how society set up. You know, what I mean, when when someone. When someone black does something, we all like kind of cringe, like, man, why, you know, the rest of society doesn't have to deal with that. You know, no, no, when, when, when white people, when a crazy white person say something crazy, they don't have to cringe and, 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 and feel like they have to represent the whole yeah, represent, group of white people. Right. Or, yeah. you know, feel embarrassed. You know what I mean? But he's embarrassing, man. He's <laughs> embarrassing. And like you said, if he's going through a, a crisis mentally, Stop talking. You know what I mean? I, I think one thing that I found kind of interesting is I was scrolling through Instagram and I saw Funk Flex commenting on it and he was 
you know, basically asking why aren't because I, I think Kanye dropped Meek Mill's name and maybe maybe Puff and called him Fed yeah. or whatever. And um, Flex was like, you know, why haven't I heard from these guys or whatever in a response? And and one of his theories was that, you know, these guys, maybe not Puff, but some of these guys still want to work with Kanye and, you know, get money with him or whatever. And I was like, man, that's that's an interesting point. And it's probably true for some cats. You know, there's probably some cats out there that aren't speaking out and saying like, hey, he he's on some other ish or whatever, because, you know, they still want to. They still want to, you know, work with him or whatever. And I get that. I mean, and that, and that's that's probably one hundred percent has validity behind it because if you you don't want to mess up your dollars by saying something that's going to upset him, and 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 in essence mess up your 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 cash flow. But at some point, you know, like I think Talib Kweli said on his Instagram that it's, it's our fault for not saying anything. You know what I mean? We we've we've kind of like let this monster just continue to um, do and say outlandish things and without being checked. I mean, he's not the only one to make beats. You know what I mean? There's other people yeah, <laughs> that true. people can work with. Um, but in my and what I've seen, when you start messing with people's money, that's when they straighten up. And he's, he's lost a couple of sponsors here and there. I'm not sure the specifics. But I mean, he's lost a fan of me. Like shit, I I won't buy a shit. Uh, I, I, may, I may not even stream. I, I may not even you know saying pull a stream or nothing from him, man. Because it's that's how upset and, and outraged I am by the things that he's saying. Like you know, you you can't sit here and say um, George Floyd. <laughs> yeah, he said knee wasn't on the neck. Right, knee wasn't on the neck. We all saw it. You know what I mean? We all. I mean, the whole nation saw it. Uh, he was on fentanyl. You know what evidence do you have behind that? Like, did, did that come out in in the trial? Like, what what are you citing? He's talking about it was on the documentary. Okay, well, a lot of people can put things on documentary, but how valid and how true are they? You know what I mean? So that's why it's dangerous. And I think he's he's mimicking what his 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 boy does, which is Trump. You know, he just says things to see if it if people latch onto him and. With the power that he has in music and the, and the influence he has, because of his his brand and you know his his clothing, his fashion, it's dangerous because now people will will gravitate and say, "Hey, you know what? Kanye said it. Like like he said, Kanye said it. So it must be it must be the truth." Same thing with Trump. Trump saying this stuff, it must be the truth. It becomes so out of the realm of reality. They create their own, and that's and that's dangerous. You know what I mean? And that's that's the whole thing we've been dealing with with Trump, creating his own reality and, and creating these false narratives. And why why do we have to combat that? You know what I mean? Why don't they just shut up? You know what I mean? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, just to just to shoot Meek some bill. Uh, Meek did Meek did come out and uh, okay. there's something about him. So I'm not sure if uh, if Flex said that before <laughs> Meek said something, but I know Meek did come out and he said you know what i'm saying <clears throat> kanye basically acts like he hates his own people um and even who doug just referenced he even came out and said that you know what i'm saying kanye's on a, on another one um oh, wow. okay yeah he can't uh, i seen an article well a headline where he came out and was like yo 
Now, if that dude is sitting there saying that you lunching, <laughs> Man, you want some other ish. Yeah, you if, want some if, other if ish. That dude say you lunching, then yeah, you lunching because he's he's king cafeteria. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> he he aligned himself with you know the white lives matter. I mean, you know he he goes from white lives matter, then he doubles down with this d- dumb stuff with George Floyd saying this. It's like he just keeps it coming and to align himself with what's his what's her name, Candace? Candace Owens, yeah. I mean, to be aligned with her, and, and she's clearly, you know what I mean, not for the people, or they feel I am for the people because I can, I have free thought. Well, no, you don't have free thoughts if all your thoughts are aligned with conservative right. You know what I mean? How free-thinking are you if all your thoughts sound like somebody else's uh, crazy thoughts? <laughs> you know what I mean? Because what they're sounding like are just the, the far-right um, extremist views so you're really not free thinking you're, you're calling yourself a free thinker as a black person because you sound like them and you know i don't know i don't know what this deal is man yeah i, I was gonna say does anybody have any idea or inkling uh, as to maybe and and maybe maybe there is no no end goal but i'm just like what is the objective you know i could see like i, I can't see i don't know maybe, maybe he is trying to do something politically or whatever but like well he what, claims he's running for president in 2024 Okay. I don't know if you peeped the hat that he had on. It said 2024, and he's also spoken about running for president in 2024. Um, gotcha. Okay. But Kanye, in my opinion, he does this anytime that he has something to sell. So I don't know if he has an album dropping, if he has shoes coming out, if he has clothing line. Like he's he's a master manipulator of the media, and at first, like the first couple things when he first started doing it, I was like, oh man, he just. He just getting a, he's a, a master promoter. Like he's just getting a rise out of people. He's just saying whatever, just to almost like clickbait. Like I don't really think this dude believes this stuff. Yeah, yeah. But as it's gone on, and you have documented episode after episode after episode, like yeah, man, this dude really believes this. You know what I'm saying? Like this is more than just just selling stuff. And as a community, like Doug said, at what point do we cancel him? At what time? At what point do we say, hey, you know what? Screw the Yeezys. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to hear your tape no more, your, your music no more. I mean, we've canceled other people in the culture, you know what I'm saying, based upon their transgressions. Like, at what point is it is it up for him? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like, he's bipolar, man. I mean, he's bipolar. Whatever medications he's on and <clears throat> or not on. And I mean, that's the thing. It seems like he's not on the medication that keeps <laughs> them balanced, that keeps that keeps whatever frequencies in his brain from generating these crazy, crazy theories. And, you know, crazy is a word for a reason. You know, I mean, you you don't get sane things out of crazy people. And he's saying some insane stuff. But it's dangerous because he's a powerful black man. And, And what's also a concern of mine is that not having enough well, I think we've all said it. Not not enough black leadership to check them. You know what I mean? Not having that, you know, I don't, I don't want to use Martin Luther King or Malcolm X, but someone like that in this generation to take that brother and say, man, what are you doing? Like a Louis Farrakhan would probably be the closest one that I could think of that would yeah, ask yeah, him. Kind of but who, 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 who can check him when he he feels like he's the biggest person in the room? Like Jay Z has spoken out on him before, and, and has you know what I'm saying talked to him about 
talked about him being a brother and having love for him and you know what I'm saying and said and you know what I'm saying like he's Jay-Z is probably the biggest figure in hip hop. You know what I'm saying? So if, if someone like him can't really man and Kanye believes that I'm the biggest figure in the room, I'm always right, no one can tell me anything, then to me it just falls on deaf ears because he believes that he's I mean he said it. I'm the smartest person on the planet. I'm I'm the the most powerful. I'm the, the richest black man. I don't believe there's anyone on that he believes is on his level that he would take guidance from. Right. So that's why you know what you have to attack? You have to attack his money. You have to you have you have to attack the popularity. And I think he he said enough things and, and we haven't really struck out against him um as the black community. But you know, now it's it's time to it's time to really make a decision on if he's going to be invited to the cookout. Because right now, man, he, he he shouldn't be invited to the cookout. <laughs> and if he's aligning himself with white lives matter, I mean, come on, bro. I mean, we, we know all lives matter. We know everybody's life has meaning and value. But for him to take away from what Black Lives Matter, and you may not agree with everything. I don't agree with everything that the Black Lives Matter movement has done with their platform either. So I'm not saying that they're exactly I think from before we before we can go further, let's separate Black Lives Matter as the movement and Black Lives Matter as the organization. Because I think that's where the gray area gets. Yeah. Yeah, you're right about that. You know what I'm saying? The movement is necessary, it's it's needed, it's powerful, and it's still relevant. The organization is where you getting all the for lack of better words, the fuck shit. Yeah. I think I think too, man. You know, we're kind of touching on the all lives matter. Someone told me, you know, like there there wouldn't be a need to say Black Lives Matter if all lives really mattered. So it's like, you know, people always want to go back to well, not just Black Lives Matter, but all lives matter, or this or that. Or, but I'm like, the whole reason why there has to be a saying or a slogan that says Black Lives Matter is because people feel like. It did matter legitimately. So there there was no need to, there wouldn't have been a need to break away from the all if the black did matter. And I, I think that, I think that's pertinent, man. Like, yeah, we like you said, we all know that all lives matter. Who doesn't? But you, you need to make sure that in that all, black is included in it so many times more than not, it seems like it's not. Yeah. I mean, because they, we've been demeaned, you know what I mean? And through that, the, being demean, we've always had to speak out and say, "Hey, I'm here. Yeah, I'm relevant." You know, if you look back in the '60s, um, during a lot of those protests, you may see people with signs that said, "You know, I am a man," like because they were treating us like boys. They were treating us like you know, there was no something respect. Less. Yeah, there was no less. respect. You know, it was it was second class citizenry, uh, citizen citizens that they were treating us like. And we had to speak out against it. And so Black Lives Matter was just a, you know, a, a avenue. Uh, yeah, evolution of what what's already been right said yes. repeatedly. You know what I mean? You know, it, it could be a different slogan. It could be whatever. Um, but the you know the, the brutality and, and things like that. The reason why you know the George Floyd and and the Eric Gardners and and. And, uh, you know, everyone who's lost yeah, on their and life, on and on and on. Right. Everyone has lost their life to, you know, senseless police brutality. Um, you know, those names, you can put 
just put their names into that matter. You know, Eric Garner matters. You know, George Floyd matters. So you know, it's it's it's, it's Kanye's way of saying, "Hey, I'm also respecting Caucasian and and, and their culture." And the reason why he needs to do that is the, the question that we all must have for him: like, why do you feel you need validation? Um, and maybe it's money, you know, maybe it's because his sales come from, you know, mostly, uh, I don't know where his sales come from, but maybe he's looked at the data and, you know, white people support me, you know, so why should not wear something that supports them, you know? So I don't know, but I, I don't own anything of his, I won't buy <laughs> anything of his, my girls won't get anything of his. Yeah, I stopped yeah, checking music right. a while ago. Um, yeah, I did too, man. I think yeah. I, I think the last last thing that I heard of his was "Beautiful Twisted Dark Fantasy." Yeah, yeah. but you know what? He does all Pusha T stuff, and I love Pusha. You know what I mean? I love Pusha. I, T I mean, stuff. I feel like you can still listen to Pusha. But and... so, to be, in real talk, Kanye is 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 almost in a similar vein as Dr. Dre. Like Mike Dean does a lot of the production that Kanye gets credit for. Like Mike Dean does a lot of that, and I, half of the new pusher is Pharrell too. It was it was a half and half. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's like you can still rock with the people under good music, but uh, I don't know. That's that's still supporting him because he's still you know what I'm saying breaking their money off of it. So it's like, do we expect those cats to separate from their lifeline? Because no, nah, and I, I mean you know. I, I believe Pusher probably has a real relationship with that dude. And just because, you know, I mean, if if you came out today and was like, you know, Trump 2024, you know, that doesn't mean that we still ain't homies. You know what I'm saying? We just have a, a different view on, you know, politics or whatever. So I think some of those dudes that are really close to Kanye, like, you know, whatever he says, that's my boy. You know what I mean? I, I can, I can come out and say, I don't, I don't agree with him, but I mean, you know, it's, it's deeper than, than his views. But I, I think, I think Billy, nobody, nobody was really concerned about his politics. You know, we knew he was a Trump supporter. Um, that's your politics, your politics are your politics. And I didn't lose respect for him because of that. I, I've since lost respect for, his antics with, you know, playing with, you know, the White Lives Matter, because it, it seems like it's a joke to him. So, um, and, and playing with, you know, the comments about George Floyd, that's that's where you draw the line because that's not politics. He's playing, he's playing a social game, and he thinks he's winning um, by by putting his own people uh, as 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 pawns in his in his game, and it, I mean, it's, it's, it's dangerous, you know. Um, yeah, he, I agree. With, I agree with the dangerous man. Yeah, and he did it at a fashion show, and that's his thing. He wants to be the the Ralph Lauren, the the Versace. You know what I'm saying? Like he's trying to fit into those rooms, right? So he's he's trying to make these statements. And they won't let him. They're they're not letting him in those rooms. He he catches blocks every time he he tries to fit into you know those type of avenues, and and I'm not hating on him because. I was a Kanye fan, man, like an advocate. I was, I was always thinking, like, man, maybe there is some, you know, um, genius behind this, this madness, you know, because 
you know, they say the geniuses always have like maybe a, a couple of ticks from being crazy. So I'm like, well, you always give them the benefit of the doubt. Like, man, well, what angle is he taking? Is he is he that smart? Is he outsmarting everybody to the point where he's going to, you know, revolutionize something or bring some sort of epiphany to, to the situation? But he doesn't. It, it always falls on some dumbass man, what's Kanye doing? And and you can never figure it out. So pe these people who, you know, I, I hear DJs like, man, you know, maybe maybe if you look at it this way and, you know, maybe there are some points that he makes. Man, fuck that. You know what I mean? He's good it, at music. Kanye doesn't music. care about anyone but himself. Um, I, I agree is, with that. I agree is, with that. Which is really ironic because one of Kanye's biggest moments is when he stood on stage and said George Bush doesn't care about black people. I was going to bring hey, that up too. Like, like I wonder. It, it'd be interesting to see what 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 changed for him. I don't, I don't even know if he could tell us, but it, it'd be interesting to see. Like, all right, Kanye. At one point, you thought this. What what caused your mind to shift? Yeah. Man, I was listening to uh. The, the Joe Button podcast and they have Rizza Islam on there. I don't know if y'all follow him. Um, yeah, I'm not hip to him. He's a he's actually been banned off of, off of all social platforms. He's part of the Nation of Islam. Um, I think he's a really intelligent brother. Um, I don't necessarily agree with 100 percent of the things that he says, but a lot of things that he talks about are based in truth. I mean, he he speaks truth. It's not just opinion. He has facts and stuff. So I I listen to him a a lot um, when he speaks. But he was saying that if you look at the timeline of when Kanye kind of just went off the rocker, I guess there was a period in time where Kanye actually got, like, committed. And I believe, and he was saying, like, if you get committed, they basically have, like, 72 hours where they can do anything they want to you. You know what I'm saying? And you, you kind of don't have any say-so because you've been committed. And he's mm -hmm. saying if you go back and you look at that timeline from there, that's when you see this transformation into who you see today. Um, and I, once again, I don't know, I, I don't remember when he actually went and got like committed to any type of, any type of, uh, like institution or anything like that. But for me, just visually, I just, I just kind of pointed back to when his mom passed. Like that's kind of yeah. when you just saw this, this dramatic change in him. And I think that's when he started, you know, dyeing his hair and, doing weird and I don't want to say weird man maybe it's artistic I don't know but weird to me um but he, he's just each if you look at each traumatic experience that he's had he gets more and more he gets further and further away from reality you know what I'm saying so in my opinion his his latest trauma is dealing with you know the divorce or, or losing his family and his wife yeah. um which he just appears to be spiraling out of control because he can't He's not. He can't control that situation. And Kanye comes across to me as someone who always has to be in control. And so that situation, you know, Kim did whatever, moved however she want to move, and he couldn't control that situation. He just, I don't know, man. He just, he just out there. Like, I'm just gonna do the utmost craziest stuff that I can do, and see where it lands. Yeah. I mean, we, you know, essentially we're we're talking about somebody with <clears throat> with an illness, you know what I mean? And, you know, it, it'd be nice to maybe if we had an expert on bipolar or or mental illness <clears throat> so we can speak more intelligently about it, but, you know, it comes down to crazy's crazy. And he's, he sounds crazy. He sounds crazy to me. I mean, I, I just want to, 
commend you, E, on getting Doug to go into this topic, man. He was adamant that he didn't want to talk about it. And he yeah. still threw it out there and he, <laughs> he took the bait, man. I don't think it was bait, man. I think it's a it's a it's a it's a it's an interesting dynamic, man, because you set me up, man. I mean why <laughs> Nah, it's <laughs> an interesting you know, dynamic. We you know couldn't man. hold it in, man. I feel like when you have conversations like this amongst us, us being, you know what I'm saying, intelligent brothers, we can speak intelligently to it and not necessarily get all emotional about it and start, you know what I'm saying, sounding ignorant when we talk. Yeah, like saying you hate him or something like that. <laughs> but he validated his hate, man. I got, I told, man. Oh, yeah, I'm like, what are you talking about, E? I said he validated his hate, man. Like, hey, man, you know. Nobody, nobody said that, that they hated him, man. I just, I just used I, it as an example. I mean, Kanye's probably never going to hear this podcast. But if he did, I would say to him that he he lost somebody that was his advocate. Like I I was a Kanye fan. Like when I was watching the his documentary, you know, I admired his 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 drive. I admired his his you know his perseverance. And one thing that I admired was the fact that he 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 found so much comfort with his mom's validation. So he needed that. He needed his yeah. mom to say, Kanye, you know, you, you sound good, Kanye, and and all that. And and that that right there was like, man, okay, this the human element of the documentary. I don't see a human now. Like I don't when I see Kanye, I don't see that that human being that is um that his that his mom was was talking to in the documentary. I don't see it, you know. So if anything, he needs to get his humanity back. And he needs to get his blackness back. You know, because at the end of the day, we supported him to get him to where he is. You know what I mean? We support him. The black community support him. Chicago support him. And, you know, for him to... I, it was a slap in the face, man. I don't, I don't know if anybody else feels that way. It was a slap in the face. Because George Floyd's family doesn't deserve that. And now they're they're threatening to sue. I, and they're following yeah, the I, I think they, they, I think they already did. And, and it was something like right after... It happened. I think Kanye may have donated two million to his daughter. Family. I don't know if this is true or not, but that becomes when you when you really look at the illness. How how do you go from feeling so much sorrow for the family to to donate that much money to now say it didn't happen or he, his knee wasn't on his neck? You know. Yeah. He, he was saying that uh, he was if you if you if you if you know he was saying mama and mama was his girlfriend. Well, it don't matter who mama is. He was calling out for somebody to help. Right. It could have been mama could have been the girlfriend or his his real mama. It doesn't matter. He was calling out yeah. for help. <laughs> you know, yeah, it 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 probably plucked at our heartstrings a little more that he's calling his 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 mama if that's who he was calling for. But they don't make it any less. Um, emotional that he's calling for his girlfriend that he calls mama, you know, but that was one of the points he made. That's one of the points Kanye made was that, you know, he wasn't even really calling his real mama. He was calling for his girlfriend. I'm like, bro, what difference does that make? Like, yeah, and I'm like, I'm like him calling, calling for mama is not what got the cop convicted. I'm like, man, you know, the, I mean, we've seen so many cops get off on, on these type of charges. What ultimately got that cop convicted was the clear evidence, man. Exactly. He had his body weight on the back of his neck, and he did not let up. 
he could have let up for a little while. Yeah. George Floyd would have been here right now. He would be here. He was a big man. But, you know. Yeah, you, you got me to talk about it, you know. <laughs> that's how that's how slick he is, man. Hey, man. I've, I've learned how to podcast over the last 55 episodes. Yeah, man. I mean, what a good... No, that, was, that, was, that was easy bait, man. That was, that's uh, a good inter- you're a good interviewer, E, man. You he, to, hey, if y'all get a chance, man, watch with Roland. Roland, uh, I don't know Roland's last name. He got Roland Martin. Name. Yeah, Roland Martin, bro. I mean, he kind of got me going because I listened to what Roland was saying. He's like, man, I don't want to talk about Kanye. I don't want to talk about Kanye. He, he's like, Kanye's a fool. Kanye, he's a fool. Because <laughs> he was on a breakfast club. They was trying to get Roland to talk about. He's like, I ain't talking about Kanye. He's a fool. He's a fool. And I agree, man. Good. That's a good Roland Martin impersonation. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Y'all like Kanye? Y'all like you like Kanye, bud? It's, it's a. I, I'm. I don't know if I feel as strongly as you, because um, I mean, he's he's just all over the place, man. Like you know, obviously the George Floyd stuff. Um, I'm honestly a little concerned about him because I'll I'll be transparent, man. It seems like when you come out against Jewish people, you know, it's a different, it's a different level of, of stuff that you face, man, when that happens. So I'm, I'm kind of concerned, you know, about his, about his overall health, man. Kind of, I think he said some of the clothes that he wears is like Confederate style clothes. No, I ain't even hip, man. I mean, I, I don't really follow the guy closely. Yeah, I mean, obviously, there's been so much in the news lately that you know it's hard to hard to miss. But yeah, I don't really. I'm just trying. I'm trying to give you some more evidence so you can not like him too, like me. <laughs> it's, it's I, I, I guess I don't like him. Y'all, I, I guess, seems like I, y'all would give him that. Like I wouldn't give him that. Like he walked in, I, I wouldn't give him that. Man, he would. He would owe. He would I, owe some apologies. So 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 Doug stood on his heel. I stand on mine. Um. I haven't been, like I said, I haven't been a fan of the music in, in years. Um, so I'm not really checking for Kanye. Uh, originally, a lot of the stuff that he did, like I said, it was, you never knew if it was crazy or borderline genius because he was a master manipulator of the media, um, which from a distance you have to appreciate. But as he started getting more and more extreme with some of his antics it's like okay slow down bro like you you doing too much and like his his latest like yeah I, i'm i'm not rocking with you you know what i mean like i don't why have can't to- why can't he align with my thing is you know we, we know he's a a black rich man rich black man so is you know warren buffett so is <laughs> hold on Warren Buffett's a rich, a rich black man. No, he's he's a rich man. He's a rich man. <laughs> right. I'm talking about rich. I'm messing with you, man. Yeah, <laughs> Darren Buffett. But <laughs> why does why does his rich richness push him toward right views? I'm and even, I, views. I don't have a problem with him. I don't have a problem with anybody being whatever they want to be. You, you're right, Doug. I mean, he. He could be a he could be a Republican and I'd be cool with it. But I mean y'all y'all are y'all are dead on with some of the stuff he's saying is is dangerous, man. Like if he was like, you know what, I I don't rock with the Biden administration, things have gone too left, economy, whatever he wanted to say, I, I could get down with I, I could respect that. You know what I'm saying? I I would probably disagree, but I, I could respect that. But yeah, I mean just to 
you know, take the shots at George Floyd. It's just, it's, it's so outlandish, man. And and I, I think, I think before this recent episode with some of the things he said, it was easy to just dismiss him because, you know, society is, society has told you that he's crazy. So like Kanye comes out and says something, it's like, ah, whatever, man, that's just that's Kanye. Just Kanye, Kanye, Kanye. Kanye. Yeah. yeah. But I, I think, I think with some of the things he said now, it's forced you to kind of at least, Pay attention, like, mm, all right, this dude is, you know, treading in some different water. He's, now. he's aligning himself with people who don't have a clue. Um, so, but my point was just to kind of go back. The reason why I asked that question is, so why, why doesn't he agree with anything on the opposite end of the spectrum? You know what I mean? If you're a free thinker, and this is what he claims to be, and this is what Candace Owens claims to be, they, they claim to be free thinkers. Why isn't anything on the other side? And maybe he hasn't came out and said anything, but you mean to tell me that everything on Biden's side yeah. is wrong? You so, ought to be able you ought to be able to see positives on both sides if that's you're my really, point. If you're really you know objective. I mean? If he was coming out, if he was coming out with a more uh balanced approach to his politics, and because you know Is it politics I, though, or is it because I don't think it's politics. Man, when you wear, um, it's, it's highly political. When you wear a, I, I think make, it's make 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 uh, America great again hat on TV. You're being political. I mean, because that's a political statement. I think that's social. Uh, it's a political statement though, because you're aligning yourself politically with the figure that represents that politics. He re Trump represents a, a, the side of the politics that will make him um, make it a, a political statement. Now, if he just came out with a black hat, you know, then you're being neutral. A social, I mean, in my opinion, a social statement and a political statement can both be two of the same. But I think he, I think he's, I think he's played politics. You know, he's played politics. I mean, he wants to run for president. So, I mean, how? Yeah, how so it, it, it actually, it came up in, um, I forgot who I was listening to, um, but it came up in, Black America will not vote him into office because he's alienated the culture. So he has to play to the to to the far right, to the far extreme. So how do you invigorate that base? Well, the blueprint's already been given to you by the person that was in office, you know what I'm saying, two years ago. Man, they would never elect Kanye because he's he, he can't be controlled. But uh, your, your, boy, your boy that's your, your boy that's in politics now that they've put there. Um, what's your boy's name? Georgia, the Georgia boy. What's his name? Al Walker. Yeah, that he, was so. That was the example that I was just about to give. Like yeah. he's he's the same thing. Like he, I can't believe that he believes what he's saying. Like I, he to me, he's walking CTE. But y'all yeah, talking about Hirsch? Yeah, yeah. Hirsch Walker. He's not gonna go. He's not gonna go against the establishment though. No matter what he says, his his talking points will be right aligned with what the conservative right wants it to be. And I'm not saying that, you know, it's wrong to be conservative right, if, if that's your politics, but he's not going to go against anything. He's not going to, he's not going to, so he's controllable. Kanye would never get office. He would never get in office or be a candidate on that side because he's too volatile. You know what I mean? It, his demeanor, his demeanor itself is, is too extreme for him to even be a candidate for, for them. Then they may like, the fact that he's rallying up, you know, their red meat base. But 
he's still not controllable because he's not balanced. You know what I mean? He's, he, you know, he's sick. He's, and, and when I say he's sick, it's not like I'm, I'm just, you know, disrespecting everybody with illness. He's self-proclaimed that he is on medication. He's self-proclaimed that he has, um, you know, mental faculties that are off. And that's, that's not even, uh, you know, that's not even up for debate. But because we can't, we've said that a lot, but that's true, right? You know, that's something that he's proclaimed. I would never call somebody who hasn't said it themselves that they have mental illness if they haven't said it themselves. He said it himself plenty of times. No way. I mean, it's, like I said, it's just just a weird dynamic. Um, interesting. Uh, at the end of the day, say, I want the old Kanye. That's what everybody want, man. <laughs> and I don't even. I actually, I don't even I want the old Kanye. Kanye, man. Like I don't actually because I don't care anymore. You know what I mean? Like I don't care for his music. I don't care for his clothes. I don't wear his shoes. Yeah, he's not. A, he's not a factor in my everyday life. There's there's nothing that he does that impacts me. In anything that I do, like I don't care about that's most. That's, I mean, that's most things, but we, we're talking about him because he's yeah. impacting. He's impacting the conversation now that we're. Yeah. Having. But I mean, I but I don't know how y'all felt about him, but since y'all still his boy, man, I'm gonna shut up talking about. Man, nobody said he, he's not my boy. I just sat here and said I don't care about him. Like I don't, I don't care for anybody that's irresponsible to their own community because they're trying to appease or become one with the community that doesn't even want that, that doesn't accept them regardless of how much money you have or what you do. Yeah. You can't change that physical appearance. You can't change the person in the mirror. You can, you can alienate where you come from. You can alienate Chicago, the hood, the culture, hip hop. It doesn't make a difference. You're never going to be accepted. Well, you can, no. Yeah. There's only so far. The... Yeah. All we can do is pray for him, man. I ain't praying for that dude, man. Oh, I think that's, uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I was going to say, I think that's where I have a little bit of sympathy. I, I don't know, man. You know, it, it, it's just, you, you don't, you don't want to believe that somebody is that far gone. Man, man he don't want help, man. <laughs> there's, there's people, who, there's people who have offered help. There's people who, if he want to help, he has a, he has unlimited funds. If he want to help, he could get help. You know what I'm saying? He doesn't I mean, want to Toll's point, man. Maybe we've talked a little too long about this dude, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> hey, how's y'all fantasy going, man? Yeah, man. I'm, I'm trashing my both leagues, man. And I'm I'm over it, man. I'm still I'm so lining up every week. My team's I'm so trash. trash, man. I mean, I, I know I'm there so was trash. talk about a, a certain guy being a rag doll, but I I've, I think I've beaten Tolls every year we played, man. I don't think Tolls <laughs> hey, is man. Good. Somebody <laughs> said I was homecoming. They're like, man. <laughs> But you know what, man? I don't think I've ever beaten E. So, so this week's a big week for me. It looks like I'm gonna lose again, but you probably gotta, got me, bro. I gotta try. Nah, they got you. You favored right now. I'm like, I gotta get a one win on E, man. My team's trash, man. Uh, anytime Brady lets you down, <laughs> I mean Brady, he he just gave you the win, uh, blast. I mean he. <laughs> I think he scored. I think he had like forty points, man. Now I, I thought you was doing straight this year, and then I saw your record. I'm like, damn, Tolls is is that bad? I'm like, jeez. I made some bad moves. I mean, I can't I can't be mad. I, I put I put my my chips behind some some guys that I thought were gonna maybe blow, and they just they just try to trip it away. Like my my whole Cam Acres situation. Oh man, man. <laughs> but that, but Blown hold on, in my face, man. That's not even you though. ESPN had him ranked like super high. Yeah. Now, I'll tell y'all what, man. I, I should win GM of the year, though, man. My uh, 
my quarterback got both my quarterbacks got hurt week one. I had Dak and Mac Jones. Um, I don't know what I did. Oh, I, I think I took the Houston Texans quarterback for a week. That didn't work out for me. And the Davis Mills. I, yeah, Davis Mills. And I saw that uh Geno Smith was kind of eating. So I took a flyer on him and like man, Geno has led me to like three okay. wins since he's been on my squad. Let me give me two minutes to talk about Geno. One, I thought Geno was 49 years old. Because <laughs> right. I feel like Geno's been in the league for like 20 years, man. Yeah, I remember yeah. he played for the Jets, right? He played for the Jets. Yeah, he, came, he came in with the Jets. He got drafted to the Jets. He uh, Where else did Geno go? He's been on two or three teams. But I knew I yeah. knew he was the backup. He, he I knew he was the backup in Seattle, right? Yeah. But I honestly thought Geno was like 45 years old, man. And so when Russ left, I never – Thought that the new starting quarterback of Seattle <laughs> was going to be Geno Smith, man. How old is he? Do you know? I feel like he came in in 2012. I could be a oh, little man, bit Gino off on has the to be 40, man. <laughs> he's pretty nah, old. He, he ain't that old, man. I don't think he's that old. <laughs> Alexa, how old is Geno Smith? <laughs> I know Seattle, like, man, we 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 were sad about Russ leaving. Russ man, is yeah, trash I mean, right now. Russ is trash, not having now, a lot of money. Now, what, what, do, what does one of our. Uh, our our thread mates say he calls him uh, Sierra's husband. Sierra's husband. He been relegated to Sierra's husband, man. Yeah, Gino's Gino's a young thirty two. That's old for quarterback. He's That's got ten. Experience. He's got ten more good years. That's a good experience, right there, man. He just seemed like he was he was old. Like I, I think I was giving Geno Smith like like Vince Young age, man. Ain't Vince Young a little bit older, like thirty five? Probably. I mean, he played that that. The title game in 2005, so you figure right. he was he's probably 21 in that game or something like that. With yeah. Texas, man, anytime you can just identify a person and and that squad that quick, and that squad hasn't done anything since. <laughs> it's a bad program, man. <laughs> I don't think Texas has done anything since Vince Young. Nah, they haven't. Yeah, I mean that they they was uh they made it back to either well those days was BCS, so it was only one title game. They made it back with uh. Another career backup. I can't think of his name. Right yeah. after. Mm. What did you say? Was it Major Applewhite? No, that was he was before. Nah, uh, uh, Colt McCoy. Colt McCoy, yeah, and he got yeah. hurt against Bama. Yeah. Uh, so who who knows? You know what would have happened that game? But that's true. That's true. Yeah, I remember saying. Yeah. But I mean, that's that's still basically the same time period. So I, since then, yeah, you're right. Yeah. I, next year, man, what I'm gonna have to focus on is. First, I make some bad moves. But secondly, <laughs> not making bad moves is the first focus. Secondly, man, just really looking at the offensive line and which running, you know, just because you get a good running back, if, if the O-line sucks, and I don't know how you can judge it, but if, if the O-line sucks, man, you're going to have a tough season. Man, I'm going to tell you what for, you need. For, you for need the quarterback to and the running back. Is you need to look at the scoring structure because, That's like, I got team. Nick Chubb in both of my leagues. Yeah. One league, Nick Chubb would go off. In the FNL league, he'd get 10 points. In my other league, he'll have 25. Yeah, you know yeah. Like, I don't know. And that's that's my fault yeah. for not investigating the scoring. Oh, but, yeah. yeah, I'll have the exact same players in both of my leagues. And they both PPR leagues. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like. Yeah, I, I was confused about that, too, because there was a player. It was a running back. It may have been yours, Blast, but. It was a new running back. It may have been the backup for um, Jonathan Taylor, uh, that Deion Jackson guy. 
Oh, yeah, got, yeah. He only got like 45 yards. It, yeah, it's, I mean, my 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 thing is it's not about the yards, man. It's about the cat with the receivers and the backs. It's about the catches. You get one at least in our league, you get one point for each reception. So like yeah, a back could run a back could run for a hundred yards and only get ten points. But if you have ten catches, you get ten points also, plus the yards. Oh. Uh, so that's so why I, I, that's I like why the, he has so I like the receivers and the backs to catch the ball because you know you you get more points with them catches. So Mixon, I mean, he's he, he catches out the backfield. So I think Billy, Billy's eating with him. Yeah, excuse my dog, man. Now you know you, you know he he's made an appearance in every pod for at least. Yeah, a- yeah. I'm like, you might as well let it ride, man. Yeah, oh, man. I mean, he's yeah. he's he's literally in at least the pet the last twenty for sure. <laughs> Did y'all shut him up? <laughs> you shut him up, please. Yeah, well, live, man. It's, it's become expected. Like, yo, we gonna get one yeah. at least one bark. Yeah, well, but you know, fantasy's fantasy, man. Shit. Yeah, it, it is fun though, man. I, I did get my only victory from uh, who did I beat? I think you beat me. Hell yeah, I did. <laughs> my team is trash, man. Yes, yeah, right. Because I I'm always juggling between two running backs because. I, I got that text message, Billy, when you was like, man, yeah, yeah, Zeke. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, replay, yeah, replay I remember back, dude. This, guy, this guy didn't even respond to me, man. Man, I, I lost to Bob by like point oh oh. Oh, man, that was clutch. Last Monday night was a good Monday night. It was a lot on the line in our league, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, man, and, and the bad part about it, I think I had Devontae Smith on the bench who got like 13 points. Yeah. But it's, man, the real talk, fantasy football is the luck of the draw, man. Because you can sit there and look at the projections and you yeah. get all your high projections in there. It's never going to fall out like that. Nah, plus people get hurt. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's never going to fall like that. And so it's just like, okay, what's the matchup? Is Devontae going to get off this? Like, well, Devontae stunk the last two games. Then Devontae wants to get off. Like it's Plus, I'm like, all, all, of, our, all of our guys are pretty savvy. So if there's somebody on the wire that you want, it's probably like, Six, seven other dudes with the same idea right. that you got. <laughs> so it's it's rare. Like, all right, I'm about to take this player. It's rare that you end up the next day with him. Somebody else done got him. I was so mad when I looked up and saw because I was thinking. I mean, if if you fall asleep for a couple of days, man, <laughs> you, if you're not watching who's injured and which running back, because I need running backs. So I was always looking like, man, I need a running back. I need a starter to get injured. So. When when uh, Jonathan Taylor went down, then I normally get I, I normally have Hines on my bench, but this year I didn't. And Hines had that concussion. I'm like, all right, man, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hop in and get the third. Man, T Love got <laughs> on that wa- waiver wire so quick, man. I'll be hating when T Love get a player. I'm like, man, you ain't gonna do nothing with that T Love. <laughs> like, I, like, I can't even talk this year, man. I'm I'm trash. Uh, I can't talk at all, man. I, I, I don't I don't go into any conversations <laughs> about yeah. fantasy, man. Yeah, I am trash. I mean, you low key had a shot against me, told on him. I low key need Zeke to take some carries away from this dude. But it was only because, break off one of these long runs. It's because when, you know I don't know if y'all watch it and you see the percentages as the game goes on. When they saw that Brady wasn't doing nothing third, fourth quarter, and he only had like 150 yards. Man, yours were already 90% one. <laughs> yeah, them, them, them percentages is crazy to watch, man. Man, I, I was up against Bob on – or was it Bob? 
I forget. I know I was, it was Kev. I was, I was up probably in that 80 to 90% range and he had CD lamb and he needed like 22 points and he, he dropped a big pass in the first half. I was like, all right, I'm in good shape. And then the second half Cooper rushed just fed CD. I'm like, damn. And it got down to like the last four minutes. I was still up. And then CD made a one hand TD catch. I like, I've seen that. Yeah. Every time I watch, man, I'm like, Zeke, get out of there, man. Like, if, every time I see that visor, I'm like, man, fuck, man. man I, Zeke's I, in. Zeke, obviously, being Ohio State, man, like, I, I have love for the dude, but he might be one of the worst running backs ever. Man, <laughs> man I get so, I, it's so funny. Like, we all probably had the same feeling. Like, when I see Pollard in the game, even if, yeah, a lot of times I've, I've had Zeke on the bench lately, and I see Pollard in the game. I'm like, damn, man, he, Pollard, he, Pollard is eating into my carries, man. He's right. the only running back, I believe, in history who's gotten worse every single year he's been in the league. Like, that's a real stat. Damn. Like, yeah. I, I'm like. He looked good against y'all, though. Yeah, he did. He he, he did all right. Yeah. Um, but look, man. This is yeah, let's get up out of here. But before yeah, we wrap up, all night. I, don't, I don't know if anybody else on the pod can say that both of their teams is undefeated. College and NFL, but moi, oh, okay. Fly, Eagles fly. Man. Go yeah, back, Eagles shock, good, man. That, man. That Philadelphia Eagles is, is shocking, but yeah, it's, it's a good team to watch too, man. Yeah, I, 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 I wasn't, I haven't spoke much about them because being a lifelong Philly fan, I know what oh, this looks like. Right. I've seen this before, mm, but they actually like, look like good. The Titans, I think you like the Titans. No, nah, I'm, <laughs> I'm a lifelong Philly fan. Everybody knows since Randall sure. Cunningham. I live in Nashville, and I, I like think you're also a ticket holder for the Titans. Because I, I don't live in Philly. I, <laughs> when I lived in Cincinnati, I had Cincinnati Bengals tickets. Like I like football. Know what I'm saying? Yeah, but yeah, you are you 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 go Eagles go whatever whatever they say fly Eagles fly. Eagles fly. But there was nobody on the Eagles that I was like, man, I need to pick that person up. But now I'm looking at like Brees Hall from the Jets. I'm like, man, I probably what was name Brees Hall, whatever. Yeah, Brees. Yeah, Brees. I could have had him. But there was nobody on the Philadelphia outlet, man. I, I mean, which, um, or one of them packed. Oh, State, I want to say, or Iowa State, Iowa State. Oh, okay. I, I, I don't think he was out of Pac-10. But um, once again, we're gonna wrap this up. Thank I y'all for say peace to Kanye, out. man. It was nice knowing you. <laughs> me, uh, Wake up, you know, Mr. Man. West. <laughs> if you want to blow up the hops and stocks, if you want to get on here and talk crazy, I'm. I'm I'm here for it, man. If you want to come talk to me, man. man. And Kanye. We, won't, uh, we won't take our episode down like drink champs. <laughs> <laughs> they did? <laughs> yeah, they took that down, man. Oh, yeah, okay. I'll, I'll, Nori, 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 Nori been apologizing for the last 48 hours, man. <laughs> <laughs> Real quick, man. I don't see why they took it down, man. I mean, like like you said, dog, there's, there's some, I mean, there's some dangerous content, but I mean, as long as you, as long as you hit them with the views of, such and such man, ain't our views. You, you can so here's man and okay, we're gonna wrap this up. The reason why they took it down is because when George Floyd's family talking about like suing people, you don't want to ah. get wrapped up in that lawsuit. Right, you're complicit. You. You're complicit. Okay. So you can sit there and say, like, hey, we took measures to 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 mitigate, you know what I'm saying, what was happening. So we took it down. So they're trying you. to wash their hands of all responsibility of yeah, man, they did the right thing. All right, uh, I got you. Yeah, they don't want that lawsuit. Um, we ain't taking down because we can't pay nobody. So <laughs> yeah, you, can exactly. on, you can come on here, yeah, and sp- 
Spit those views. <laughs> hey, I mean, you can come on and spit those views, but I'm I'm gonna attack your ass like a damn <laughs> bloodhound. Sue us. We ain't got nothing. Hey, he ain't gonna be able to say nothing. I'm like, shut up, shut up, Kanye. He could be so I mad think that's too. that's what people were saying. They expected they wanted Nori to do. They wanted Nori to check it, and Nori didn't do that. He failed to check it. I mean, it's not Nori's. It's not Nori's personality, man. How can, but, how can you check someone when you're ten? 10 shots. In. Well, he right. said that. He right. said that. He blamed it on being drunk. And it was just like, man, you if you get drunk around Kanye, he's going to master manipulate manipulate you, man. But you and know he, what? There should, there should have been, there's there's two guests on, on that show. The other guests. Hosts, two hosts. Yeah, two hosts. I'm yeah. sorry. There's two hosts. I guess this Oktoberfest kicking in a little bit. I'm listening. Uh-huh. So the other host could have stepped in too, man. And you got producers to the show. You know what I mean? Somebody should be like, man, cut this dude off, man. Yeah. But he already cut. And we're going to wrap up. His comment about the Jewish <laughs> no, media, his comment about the Jewish media is what's getting them canceled. You know what I mean? That's going to end up really getting them canceled. And he doesn't care. You know what I mean? I I, I don't know the angle that he's going. He just, bought, he just bought Parler, which is equivalent to buying Twitter. It's a social media platform where he can spew whatever the hell he wants to spew. Yeah. And it caters to it caters to the right wing, uh, conservative party where and a lot of you know saying people that have you know saying white supremacist and racist beliefs use utilize that platform and he just it's actually based here in Nashville and he actually just bought it. So what's the Ku Klux Klan? Huh? I said so what's the Ku Klux Klan? It was founded in Nashville. No, it was Tennessee. It was founded in Tennessee. Pulaski is about an hour. And a half from here. I actually rode through there on my motorcycle one time. Realized where I was. Racist. Y'all professional racist down there. Huh? <laughs> I did a beeline, man. I was like, I got there. I went there by accident, man. I was just riding. I saw the sign. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, man, let me get the hell up out of here, man. Yeah, you did the right thing. And on that note, let us get the hell up out of here, man. Yeah, we yeah, the hell up, up out of here. Man. Man. Off, we out. Podcast is presented by Hunter Smoke Media Group. We encourage our listeners to drink responsibly. Please note, we are not financial advisors. We do not offer or provide financial advice. Trademark copyrighted by Hunter Smoke Media Group.